live from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to another episode of the unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. It is we, your hosts, me, Jerry D, I-A-Z, a.k.a. Ed Modifoca. And I am your co-host, the 16th letter, P. That's right, folks, and welcome to the season finale, episode number 55. 55. Five, five, 55. Any famous five fives in your life? Or what did you think of a 55? JSA. If we would have had 56, we would have had LT. But that's fine. Episode 55, season finale. Welcome, folks. A rarity. We are back in the studio. Surprise, surprise. Back where we belong. We haven't been in the studio since March. We needed the equipment. We needed the equipment. It's easier. <laughs> and just in time. Just in time to tease what was what we're coming back with for season two. We're very excited. So many things happening. I mean, how does it feel to be in the studio? It's been a minute. Well, I mean, you know, I'm free the warm-ups. A lot easier, you know. The warm-ups are a lot easier. We get to vibe a little faster. We get to gel a little faster. Yeah, there's a better Sometimes vibe. with the Zoom, it takes a second, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's a different vibe when you're in, you're in person. You're kicking in. It's live, and, you know, it's been a minute, and you get harassed by security guards. And it's you been know a how minute. it goes. Yeah. It's been a minute. Rules. Welcome, folks. Uh, so many things happening. Uh, it's been six months we've been in the studio. So many things have happened since we've been in the studio. You know, it went from like, well, congratulations, first of all. Then we went from having no sports to having all the sports come back. And congrats to the uh, city of Los Angeles. Yes. My L.A. brethren uh, for their championships with both the Lakers and the Dodgers. Los Dodgers. Los Dodgers, although I'm going to put an asterisk next to that Dodgers. You know, because it's the COVID season. It's not the same. Uh, I just had a great run if... Who? Yeah, the Mets would have had a great run this of year because they were they were they were looking good. They were looking good. Just as a Mets fan, sorry, we're Mets. Fans. We were hitting our stride. Yeah, we were hitting our stride, and but that's okay. We didn't want to win it in COVID season because then people would be saying that it's not a real championship. Exactly. We want those 182 games. That's right. We want to. We want the whole complete. No, this. Oh, this Robin. Robin. Con- Robin. <laughs> yeah, round Robin. That's what I was trying to say. Robin. I was like Robin. 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 But, fo- uh, but congratulations once again to Los Angeles. Another thing that's happening soon as we're recording this, we are days away from the election. Election. Yep. But this is not a political show. Nope. And, yeah. and we know it's not easy. We know it's not easy. We were thinking about how, like, I, I know I'm a black, I'm, I'm black. I've identified myself as a black Latino on the show. And P has also identified himself as a black Latino on the show. Yeah. And... You know, regardless of regardless of that, um, we've come to the realization, like, you know, we kind of had a privileged upbringing. You know, we didn't have 
We experienced a lot of things that a New York, regular New York kids uh, didn't experience at our age, I believe. Just as far as discipline and education, it's, it's a big turn. Well, a lot a of big... it has to do where we grew up, right? Because, again, we were privileged because our, our, my dad was a super in the building. So we grew up in the, in the Upper East Side with all white people. Right. So at the end of the day, like, I grew up with a lot of surrounded by white for a shit. Second, just because. What? No, that's when what we, we say surrounded by white people, it just means it's a, it was a better neighborhood growing up. I'm not even going to say it's a better neighborhood because well, it was it was it well, was, they were good neighborhood, but I'm just saying it was affluent neighborhood. They were white. They were white neighborhoods. There's no sugar coat in that shit. Yeah. White neighborhoods, white, white affluent. The Upper East Side was like you know upper no, no rich. salons, no, no bodegas. bodegas. You know you had delis and you had fucking uh, cafes. Korean stores, the Korean the Korean delis. I mean, listen. With the flowers outside. I'm, not, I'm gonna tell you, I didn't grow up in the hood, but I also that also means I didn't grow up with anybody from the hood. I think I, that also means that I grew up around surrounded by white people and like rich, rich white people, and I didn't have the same. I didn't have the same privileges, but I grew up around the privilege. And like growing up, I, I liked white shit before <laughs> I liked because I'm Americanized. You know what I'm saying? That's what you grow up like. That's who all the superheroes were. Yeah. I just never had the connection because I knew. I I was never gonna be 6'4, 220. Right. Cock D. You know what I mean? Right. I was never gonna achieve that no matter how hard I tried. Right. And I mean, that's why I never had that connection to superheroes because all the superheroes were usually not looking like me. Well, to me, I mean, me wanting to look white or whatever had nothing to do with me hating my blackness. I didn't even look at it from that perspective. I just, like, I, I wanted to be Michael J. Fox, bro, when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be, like, fucking white superheroes and just, that's what they look like. It just didn't mean that I hated my blackness. It's just that's what I was surrounded with. Before I listened to fucking rap, it was like I was surrounded by, like, rock kids and listening to heavy metal and, like, Metallica, White Snake. And when we would have, like, everybody bring in your music. Like, I'm bringing in fucking... I'm bringing in like Lormano Rosario and like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I was on some other shit and then you know these people are bringing in like oh we're bringing in Rat and White Snake like super dope. heavy metal shit dope. like that shit that like, don't even exist anymore but yeah but I mean, mean they don't exist half the commercials are under their songs no but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean like Rat was like what a one hit wonder you know what I mean like they, like they weren't like a band that still talked about. Like if you talk about like Guns N' Roses and shit, that's different. But that's everybody will like that. You know, that's music. You know. But we grew up. You know, that's what I'm saying. I grew up around like that's white different. shit. I mean, but I had both worlds. That's what I'm saying. I also spent my summers in DR, so I had all that like bachata and merengue and everything. But then I come over here and it's like super crispy white stuff. Like rich people stuff. Let me say, like rich upper class stuff. Because it wasn't just white people there all the time. But you know what I'm saying? People with money, affluent people. You know, we got to, I went to Catholic school, but I was the only Spanish kid in my class. And I would get asked all, like, you know, Cinco de Mayo, be like, Listen, you guys make burritos in your house? I love it. <laughs> yo, and I was like, yo, bro, I ain't the, just because I'm, I'm not, I'm Dominican. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, or Speedy Gonzalez. I love Speedy Gonzalez. That's what they would usually call Right. Oh, it. my God. Oh, or Puerto Rican. And they'd be like, what is that? Like, Puerto Rican? Yeah. And I would always be like, do you like baseball? You would be like, yeah, you remember the shortstop? Yeah, that's Dominican. That's what I'm, oh, you guys are baseball players? And like, yeah. Something like that. But. We privileged enough to be the only ones. Like, I was privileged enough to be the only Latino in the thing, right? But it also made me very aware that I was very different. It made me aware of that shit. But I was still privileged. And we went to high school. When we went to high school, where we met? 
What were we, we military? We were JROTC. Military, Jesuit high school. With all the sports you can think of, all the clubs you can think Lacrosse. of. Lacrosse. Well, now, yeah. Hockey. Hockey. Rugby. Yeah, rugby was big. They had a debate team. Like, they had everything. They had a language club. They had a... And this is in the middle they, of the city. And like, this is we had partial scholarships or whatever. We got in because of our grades. But there was people, there was just rich kids that got in because they could pay. Or family. Or family, right? What do you call those legacy students? The legacy students, right? A bunch of fuck up jocks. Sorry. <laughs> Word. You you would be in class with some real dumb motherfuckers and be like, Yo, how you be like? My brother was here in like seventy eight, and then my uncles. Yeah. You'd be like, holy shit. Okay. Damn, I said seventy eight. We were like in the nineties. Sorry. Um, my cousin's the teacher, something like that. You know. But you know the worst thing about it was is like they were trying to they taught us how to do like whole rifles and how to march and all this other shit so very big military republican influence very conservative right catholic school well i just as far as us growing up in that way i want to tell you i had a bit of like a culture shock i would say because like you said all of that i got a little bit of bonus on that because like i told you i was able i had you know a private pool and all that right but what i was saying is when i was a kid like the whole stocking thing I told you like I never understood what stockings were for oh, because for kids got so many gifts right and living with my grand in my grandma's house before I was able to see any of that you know right it was just I didn't understand so it goes like you don't just get one gift maybe oh you all oh, right you, like you th- you were like what is this for what's like, a what stocking is- for okay like, I never understood certain stuff like nah, that we didn't have like stockings in my house either like that's some real white shit. Right. But see, but then you know I got I mean? to experience that. And they but like, my oh. daughter's experiencing that now because I'm like, because I'm trying to, I'm capturing all this white shit, trying to like, well, not white shit, but I'm trying to live affluently in my mind. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, you know what I think about though, when I think about when we were in high school though, the JROTC was that out of all of us, oh, you know, right. we had the option of not joining, right? But we were trained to fucking we were trained, land right? somewhere with a compass. Listen, freshman year, somewhere. <laughs> freshman year, they taught us how to march all the drills, how to say all the shit, everything. They taught us a bunch of shit. The reason to, between gold and silver in the army and the different how to learn ranks. The ranks. Remember that? Colonel. The black one. The black Randell sergeant. Randell was Ooh. the colonel and then Sergeant Jones. Sergeant Jones. That was Sergeant Jones. Sergeant Jones. Anyway. I never had Jones. Vicente. Oh my God. We have Vicente. I have Vicente. But Jones was whatever. Anyway. So you had these sergeants. They taught us about rank and all this other shit. So then after freshman year, they ask you the option if you want to continue to do this or not, right? But by then, they'll give you a uniform and you're in the you're in the program. It looks pretty. It looks really pretty. You're Your in the program. And and it, and it'll help you get into West Point if you want to keep continuing your military career. You understand? It's a good starting point. It's a JROTC. Junior. Out of our whole group, all of our friends, we all had all from all different places. We had Puerto Rico, Colombia, Salvador, all these every place, Ecuador, all of us different. Dominican Republic, <laughs> the most Mex, the ethnic, the most ethnic looking nigga out of all of us. <laughs> The Mexican one out of all of us decides to join. On the show standards, we're going to call him Flesero, right? Flesero. Flesero. Because... Much love to him. Much love way. to him, by the way. If you're ever listening, you know who you are. And he and we even have a theme song for him every time we saw yeah, him. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it would be like... Fleso, That's it. Over that was it, over and over again. 
And that's right with the rhythm. And you, if you got the air guns, just do them. Do flex. Wine a little bit too. Yeah. You gotta wine a little. You gotta wine with it. Flex so time to access so. And that's what he was trying to say. But what would come out is flex so sa 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 so. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That was pretty good harmony. That was great harmony. Anyway. He saved it for, for the season finale. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, he was uh, quite an individual. And he, that uniform looked cr- crazy because it was... Crazy tight. <laughs> he had brass buttons missing on his... You ever seen Extra his. Medium? <laughs> he wore the shit out of that. <laughs> Extra Medium snug. <laughs> his shirt could never look straight because it was always tugging. <laughs> but you couldn't see it because of the tie. Yeah. But it was struggling. Every time he had drill, which drill, by the way, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. drill was when you had a, a you voluntarily get there like six something in the morning just so you could walk Under around. Certain, right, yeah. just to be a dick. Yeah. So he would always show up with white socks in the military uniform. <laughs> Knowing you can only rock black. But man, he was a senior outranked by sophomores. He had no platoon. Like, like, we're not in the program and they're asking us to join senior year. We had more flares on our jackets. And we didn't even have a military jacket. It was just like on our regular blazers. Yo, that's nuts, bro. You're right. And his car. You remember his car? Oh, my God. How much shit did he transport in It just felt hollow. Like, it felt like when you were riding in it, first of all, like, ten of us were fit in, like, a two, in a, in a four-door car. Like a Toyota eight of us, Corolla. It was like a Toyota car. Eight of us fit, and there was room inside. It looked like one of those vehicles they have in Vice that transport. Yeah, they shit. hollow the mounts of transport yeah. shit, including people. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. We brought some. Didn't he put somebody in the trunk one day? Like, no, it's Okay. There's air, there's air bubbles, so like, there's air holes. So we're like, what? You put air holes in your trunk? Where do you, what are you doing? Don't lean back. Don't lean back. <laughs> He's the head. Let down. It's gonna smell funny in here. Play so, that's what I say so. That's dope. That's so dope. Yeah, that's fun. Man, all right. So you know what? It's the season finale. Let's get into let's get into a segment. You want to get into a segment? Let's have a fun segment. They need to hear that. I mean, let's take it, let's take it our style. Let's go hit let's hit him with a let's hit him with a fucking man crush. You know? It's a man on pause podcast. Let's go. This is the season finale. Man crush of the week. That's right, folks. Welcome to this week's Man Crush of the Week season finale. Man Crush of the Week. Very special. Very special and very obvious. Should have been obvious from the beginning. The only thing is that this one, it might be like an actual crush. Not just like a symbolic one, but an actual crush. Like, well, let's say who it is. This week's Man Crush of the Week is John Stamos. That's what happens when you say that name out loud. You hear Pussy Purr. John Stamos, what can we say? First of all, you know him as Uncle Jesse from uh, Full House and Fuller House. He's been on you. He's been on SVU. The commercials with the yogurts. The commercials with the Greek yogurts. He's a Greek representative. He's 
been on tour. He knits the sweater now. Yeah, he's 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 been on tour with Beach Boys and had a band on the show and was whatever. Called Jesse and the Rippers. But bottom line, the reason why he's mad is just he is probably the most beautiful man we've ever. Yeah. Like like uncomfortably. Yeah, he's everything you want to be. Like he's that's a pretty dude. Like I, I, you know, like I said. I've said a couple times on this episode, on the show, but me and my daughter's been watching Full House. Full House from the beginning. And seasons one through eight, he was the star of that show. And he was gorgeous. He still is. He still is. And we just, he always had all the hot chicks. I he had mean, all the We just know the stuff the he raked through. Like, yeah, it was him and Scott Bale. Yeah, were like, I mean, look, this is right. And not even because, you know what I'm saying? Another pretty nigga is Rob Lowe. Like, he was a pretty dude. Yeah. He's he still beautiful. Is. He still he is. is. But when you talked about Rob Lowe, you had to talk about Stamos. When you talk about Stamos, you're talking It's the same. You know what I mean? These are the two prettiest. But if you had to pick. You have to pick Uncle John, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, John Stamos. So, what else can you say? But real man crush this week, uh, surprisingly, from from the Menopause podcast. So, uh, yeah, kudos to uh, Uncle Jesse, a.k.a. John, John Stamos. And that was the season finale, Man Crush of the Week. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed that. Man Crush, the finale, season finale, Man Crush of the Week. You know what, though? Fuck it, man. This is 55. This is our season finale. Let's do another segment. Why not? Let's go for it. For you, That's right, folks. This week, bonus segment is a For You Can Learn. And this week's is For You Can Learn. Columbia. That's right, folks. What do we know about Colombia, Pete? Tell us a little bit about Colombia. Uh, major cities, Bogotá, Medellín, Cartagena. Cali. Cali. Not Fornia, just no, Cali. Cali. It's in South America. Yeah. Bordered by uh, Peru, Ecuador, that's, Brazil. That's cool. Those are the cool facts. But now the real men on pause facts that you need to know about Colombia. That's right. First of all, let's get right to it. We know what Colombia is good for. Number one export of there is women. What, what, what I women? mean, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> but for the sake of the show, it's cocaine. Let's get right to it. Like that's what they're known for: cocaine, the Pablo Escobar narcos, yada yada yada. Everybody knows that. Allegedly, I don't know. That's what they say. That's what they say. But a line of that white girl, or how you straight? That's what I heard. That's what they. That's what they say, right? That's what that's they say what on the street. Okay. Now it's also known for cafe, right? Coffee. Coffee. What about this? What about this? You know what I'm saying? And if you could get what about this to sell you coffee and cocaine, you good. Set. Good. He got a mule, a donkey. You don't need anything else. No, that's it. And you remember in the commercial, he would just go from the field. Went into your house. And went right to your house. Back to the field. Yeah. They, on, on the donkey and shit. And then he would disappear. Like, what was that? Like, Field of Dreams? Field of, yeah. Yeah. Field of yeah. But like, we're Colombians in coffee. Still. We it's love still. all of this. And that's what happens. And then, of course, you have Cumbia, right? Mayanato. Yeah. J Balvin. Salsa. Colombia do a lot of salsa, too. Yeah, but it's not. But they, they have Colombian salsa. Yeah. They claim. I can tell you. 
They have a dope accent. They have that dope, like, I think you can tell what people are pues, parcero. Parcero. And of course, number one, the women, right? Yeah. Shakira, Sofia Vergara. Anybody you've seen on TV from Colombia. La mujer, uh, what is it? The, um, um, Si Senor No Hay Paraíso. The original uh, Betty La Fea. The novellas from there, yeah, right. And they, when they talk with like papacito, when they, you know, when they say that, like, come on, man. Yeah, it, it's it's. They are a different breed. They're very sweet when they talk to you. Everything is amor, amorcito. Oh, yeah. amorcito. So that's all you really need to know about Colombia. That's really it. It's not, oh, our boys from there. What up, Chad? Good soccer team, right? Great soccer team. Was a great soccer team. So yeah. You know, everybody saw the documentary, The Other Escobar. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Colombians get a bad rap, but it's a beautiful country. You know, if you go there, you might get kidnapped, but... Maybe. Maybe. But no, I but mean, that, people are great. that's actually a new... That's the new bachelor spot. That's the new bachelor party spot. That's the new spot where guys go to have their... Mail or bride. They whatever. Get there. Whatever they do there. But it sounds like it's fun. So if anybody wants to invite me, us. You're down. Sorry. Us. I'm down. You down? I'm down. I'm not down. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. I've been to Colombia, by the way. You, you have? Yeah, I went to Cali. You were? Yeah, for a couple of hours, later. Oh, okay. Walk around the airport. Look <laughs> at the city from the airport. I am technically, I was there. I, lo- I love how. You know, I was in now. Because <laughs> they've been in a layover. You know, I was in Dallas. Really? It counts. Yeah. I was there for an hour at the airport. I was Physically, you were there. Yeah, nigga. But technically, that's like. Imagine you flew in circles around. Yeah, but you never landed. Your feet never touched. (laughs) Actually. Your feet never left the airport. (laughs) But it's on their ground. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, that's all you need to know. So that's this. This segment. That's. This is. (laughs) That's this week's segment of. For you you can learn. For you can learn. Okay, folks, what a blast. That was this week's For You Can Learn. We hit him with two segments. I don't think we've ever done that in the show, right? No. That was kind of fun. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Just a nice little wham, bam, thank you, man, before we come back. Season two. How you feeling about season? What do you? What was your favorite moment of season one? What was your favorite moment? Like, what did you learn in season one? Like, say something nice about season one, nigga. Uh, we're driving a coupe. Mm. Take that how you want to take that. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said a mini coupe. <laughs> a smart car. We need okay. to turn it into a van. Mm. That's all I gotta say. Big things. Very very big things. Mm. Mm. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Very big things. You want like a tour bus? Yeah, I want something okay. big. Okay. Gotta get bigger. Well, season one. We say bigger is better, supposedly. I don't really agree with everything bigger is better, but. I try to argue against that, but. Some things. Sometimes. Large soda. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a year. You <laughs> go straight to the sugar. Uh. Season, I mean, look, I have, thank you, man, for joining, for pushing me to do this, man. Thank you for, on some real shit, like, thank you for, for like, motivating me and being a muse and, uh, and being a, a hell of a partner, my nigga, like, yo, this has been a hell of an experience and we've been learning and building this shit as along the way and even in the middle of this whole fucking chaos, we still had our moments, like, we were never, we were we never stopped. out there, yeah, we, we never, never stopped. stopped. So, kudos. And season two, what are you looking forward to to season two, man? 
everything we've talked about that's going to be reality right now. All our award-winning, award-winning, uh, critically, critically acclaimed, acclaimed, non-political, non-religious. Yeah, nothing but all inclusive. That's right. Love movement. Love movement. That's on. right. Dilf wash squad <laughs> yeah, by the way we're dilfs we are dilfs in that chat yes. to uh swipe right dilfs yeah dilfs that's right we are dilfs we are devoted involved loving fathers that too yeah. <laughs> that too uh i am looking forward to season two i'm looking for i'm looking forward to i feel like i want we're gonna have more guests we're gonna have more into we're gonna be a little bit more interactive and speaking of interactive shout out to daria right six four, six, four. thank you for as la fea uh, <laughs> thank you for the suggestions thank you for thank you for listening thank you for the input thank you for the input but thank you for listening number one Number one, number one. Thank you for wasting your time and listening to us. One uh, of uh, one of our female listeners absolutely. that takes up you know fifty eight percent of our yeah. listeners. And understand that you know I will and you know you and and again everybody out there listening, if you have suggestions and and questions or whatever, yo, we here to answer. We ready to like. We're ready. We, we want to interact. Yeah, we we, we, we can trivia. do this. We're down for the trivia. And so I'll, we're gonna I'll directly answer a couple questions. Number one, if you ever hear me playing a song for way too long, it's because I wanted to annoy you. That's how we <laughs> feel about it. And we probably like the song. <laughs> I do. I mean, and that's J Lo. I know I didn't like the song, but just ha- if I have to hear it in my head while I'm editing, you have to hear it while you're listening. <laughs> But most of the songs we like, but yes, we did actually. <laughs> no, and a lot of times the songs is because it fits the moment, you know. Another thing is fuck Matt Damon. Right? Oh, fuck Matt Damon. Keeper. Yeah, yeah, fuck Matt Damon. Like fuck that Matt Damon. He's done like maybe two good movies. I, I can't say, say fuck Boston right now because you know Bodega Makeover. Ha ha. And you know what? Because I'm gonna be a TV star next season. Blah 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 blah. Sorry. Bodega sorry. Makeover. Thank you for the plug. All right, but anyway, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I'm just saying that we we kind of like uh, we owe Boston the '86. For yeah. the Mets, yeah, and, you know, we kind of. I don't want to hate all of them. For them so yeah, we got I, I don't want. I mean, you know, it's just Boston's created a lot of yeah, scumbags. You know what I'm saying? Wahlberg and fucking yeah. Matt Damon and Affleck and Brady and Brady. Well, I mean, he ain't he's, a he's a patriot. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, sports are serious here. But Boston, I got a lot of friends and I got a love for Boston. So shout out to Boston. Shout out to Roxbury. Shout out to fucking Brockton. You know what I'm saying? So anyway. You you know what? We're in the shout-outs. Let's keep giving us shout-outs. Let's give some shout-outs, first of all, to you, the listeners. Thank you. Shout-out to anybody that's helped participate in this our show. Our guests. Oh, our my God. Our input people. Our crew. Listen, shout-out to... Kel. Kel. Shout-out to... Envy. Shout-out to... Swipe, Swipe Right. Shout-out to Brother Len. Yes. Shout-out to Juan Bago. Yo. And congratulations to Juan Bago, by the way. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Somebody's been shitting on you. For the Lord is my shepherd. Congratulations on you know what, that ring-a-ding-a-ling-a-ling. Shout out to... Depression. What? What? (laughs) Shout out to... (laughs) He said depression (laughs) and dark days ahead. No, the pressure. Oh, the pressure? (laughs) That's the same difference. And dark days ahead. Well, shout out to all the... Or anybody that's ever... The podcasts. Oh, all the podcasts, our brother podcasts. You know, shout out to, first of all, LOL Podcast. 
Thank you for shouting us out. Thank you for always showing us love. Much obliged. Much obliged. Thank you for always having me as a guest. Thank you for always going on there. Let me go on there and promote that sh- our show and showing us love always. Uh, shout out to the Wind Podcast. Shout out to Mr. Rick. He already knows Rick Carrero. Rick Carrera. Thank you, sir. We're gonna do a movie together, by the way. Uh-huh. I'm not okay. I got a little part. But I'm thrilled to and either way to be working with the time to do like him. Mr. Rob. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Rob Rios. How can we forget to thank Rob, another guest on our show. Thank you, Rob, so much. He wants to be in on the uh, mental mental health issue. Whoa. Episode. I don't know, because he's too. he may be a little too crazy for me. Whoa. No, you know I say that with love, kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. He knows, you know, you only diss the ones you love, right? That's right. And that wasn't even a diss. That was like a love bump. I want to also shout out to ladies who bronche, Julissa, Skittles. Thank you, sir. Shout out to, first of all, the, another podcast showing his mad love, the smartest guy in the room. Listen to them. Just going to find a little surprise on that. Shout out to uh, Shout out to my sister Susie Thank Shout out you. to Susie for always looking now Shout out to our families To you know To our to, to my sister To my brother To my mom To my girl Everybody My kids Shout out to Raymond Pasante I know he's a listener He's always shouting us out He's always on the He's always on there Shout out to the Nova Thank you for listening Nova I know you listening out there Supernova Supernova uh, shout out to um, First of all I Geeks Podcast Don't forget us out there by, by the way That also too Shout out to La Sala Talks Shout out to uh, McKenna Cox Another listener Always a fan Always a, always a, a listening up and, and hooking us up Nels from Life of Radio A.K.A. Life of Radio On uh, Instagram Yo Thank you Always 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 showing us love uh, Who else we got uh, Chica Chats Shout out to y'all. Thank you for the support and love. The Sangocho experience. These two ladies are going so far. And then they're supporters of our show. Shots of Mercy, D-Nasty. Congratulations on your few show. They are rocking it out there. It's a lot of love we get. It's just a lot of love. Man. Whew. That's a lot of... Uh, that was a lot of people I just said there. I just ran on a... I just went on a rant. Thanks to my significant other. There you go. There you go. Secretly. Whoever that is. Uh, shout out to the Salon Chronicles. I almost forgot that. Salon Chronicles. Shout out to, um, yo, shout out to Room 28. My family, my Room 28 family. I know y'all don't, all, of, all of y'all don't listen. I do want to give a, you know, and shout out to Rachel. Because I know she's listening. She's always supported. I know I said it in LOL, but to Rachel in particular. Thank Rachel. you, Rachel. Rachel La Loca. Check out all her shit. She's super talented. That's my sister from another mister. And and I and I, and I know I already said Juan Bago, but I, I have to re-mention Juan Bago because I want to thank you, Mike, for all the fucking advice and, and the support from far away and the help and the love and the encouragement that you've given both me and Pete and the support. And your experience has come such a long way and we appreciate that you even take the time, that you're a fan, that you listen, that you care. Thank you, brother. Most of all, I want to thank you. <laughs> for just making me getting a rise out of me, giving yeah. me the popcorn. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. From the heart. From the heart. From the bones. Guys, it's been a pleasure. We can't wait till season two. Sorry for going so long with the thank yous, but it's been such a great, great season.
Guys, this has been another award-winning, critically acclaimed, unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right. We have humbly been your host. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z A K A N Molifoca. And I am your co-host, the 16th letter, P. And to quote the great Robin Bird, who said, Remember, if you ever find yourself alone in the world, you always have us. Biker boys, ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. No mercy. Strike first, strike hard. Until next time, vaya Vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. Part cheesy.